The Big Shiny Robot Podcast is brought to you by the Bohemian Brewery. This is Tyson. This is John. This is Rebecca. This is Nick. This is still Tom. This is Lucas. And you're listening to the Big Shiny Robot Podcast. Touch my butthole. It is nice and clean. What the fuck? It's my new song. Let him finish. It's coming out. <laughs> if you wanna touch my butthole, I will be your queen. When we were when we were playing Jackbox games, we were playing um, not drawful because it wasn't one, but it was that T-shirt one. Yeah. So many dicks. So many. <laughs> yeah, like, what do you expect? Like, yeah. it's like, who drew the vein of your dick? Like, yeah. you're, like you're just trying to, like, mm, that person looks like a three-vein dick drawer. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I love those games. <clears throat> what would you classify? Like, how many, like, are you a hairy dick drawer, a veiny dick drawer? I'm like, a really simple, like, one line that's just, like, continuous. Two balls? Yep. yep. No like, detail. It's a classic. I feel like I feel like Tyson and Nick are the three lines shooting out the tip type dicks. Yep. Oh, that's for definitely. Sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. If I'm drawing a dick, it's definitely yeah, like, having a good time. It's mm-hmm. splooshing. Yeah. <laughs> so How about you, Tom? What kind of dicks are you drawing? I alternate between the basic dick like yours, mm-hmm. and then sometimes I add the three lines. Somebody did draw one that it was standing up and it had two balls and they were hairy, but the head had a smiley face on it and they gave it arms. <laughs> <laughs> It was cute. I mean, that uh, would be convenient. I mean, that's like standard Jackbox. It, that would be convenient. Yeah. Does your so dick have little arms? Just take Definitely care of be convenient. Just yeah. Jack off <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, like, Ooh, yeah. you got to go to the bathroom, just this pops itself good. out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but imagine if, like, He's you, like got... you like this? You like this? <laughs> <laughs> but imagine, like, you're I'm at work. Yeah, I'm, me too. <laughs> but you think this is easy? This isn't a vacation. I'm working up a sweat. Um, <laughs> it's got a little sweat band. <laughs> <laughs> well, have you seen that Tumblr? Like, there's a guy that does that he, with his dick. He, like, p- puts it in situations and draws, like, faces and <laughs> arms. <laughs> I wish I could remember. What a creative way to send people dick pics. (laughs) If you don't like the dick, at least it's funny. Like, I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't really be mad at those. Like, Like, at least the guys taking it into After Effects and animating it and just going all. (laughs) Turn your dick into a wacky, wavy, inflatable, arm flailing tube guy. What is this flash video I just received? I didn't know my phone could play Swift Files. Uh, video game. I like video games. Na 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 na. Video games. Oh. Do you guys want to hear a funny friend story? Yes. Okay. So Tyson and I both got Let's Go Pikachu. Yeah. And you have to name your rival. And so I was like, fuck it. My rival is Tyson. Yeah. And I sent him a picture of it and I was like, fuck you, Tyson. And his reply was, dude, dude. I named my rival after you, <laughs> which I had done a few days earlier. That's and precious. I sent him a picture next time I ran into my rival. It's Tom. Because I was like, who's my like my only other friend that plays a lot of Pokemon? And it's Tom. And we're rivals, but they're also BFFs. Right. Oh, like Grumble fucking Dumbledore. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Which one of you is the fucking racist? Probably me. <laughs> I saw a pair of yeah. cowboy boots on your front seat. Yeah, that was yeah, that was because it was my dad take down an awning. Wait, and you okay, had to wear your cowboy boots for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, they're just no, they're just they're just like hold on. 
Let me get my boots. guy boots on and some power tools. <laughs> like, I don't have to tie them. <laughs> That's like the biggest thing about them. Put my bigger we beard on. We can get you some slip-on shoes. I'm wearing some right now. I'm they're real comfy. I'm wearing, I'm wearing, I'm wearing slippers. But they're out. Can't that, change an on and in my slippers. Out uh-uh. slippers. But I did. <laughs> I, just, I never put the boots on. Wait, just, so then why are they? Oh, it was so, in case I needed them. I didn't know how much snow I was going to be In case there was some in. cattle needed rustling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you never know when a cow is just going to be walking across the street. And I'm hey, like, got my boots with me. Get on, get down there. <laughs> and animals only listen if you got boots on. <laughs> Guys, I've been watching a lot of King of the Hill lately. Just <laughs> me too. That's the only reason to turn on the TV right now. Yeah, exactly. I started yesterday. Oh, God. So fucking Bobby good. Hill is just a national treasure. He is. What's the, uh, I just watched the one with the, with the whooping crane. Oh my god. What's oh. the name Scouts? of the goddess? The or the Oh I can't remember now. Wima Wimatanya? Wimatanya. Wimatanya, Wimatanya. I I forgot that <laughs> I forgot that anytime John Redcorn bestows any sort of knowledge or wisdom or talks about it, like his native people. That like it always slowly starts zooming in on him, and the wind kicks up and yeah. starts blowing. His hair <laughs> <in the wind. laughs> um, I did look up. Uh, I can't remember the actor's name. Like you'd recognize him, but the white dude plays uh, their Vietnamese neighbor. I'm like, oh, that would be problematic today because it's a very stereotypical Dude. like. A lot Asian. of stuff King of the Hill did, they would not be able to do. No, I mean that's the thing. Like you watch the show, and it's like. I, I think its heart is in the right place, but there's still some problematic things about it. It's just so older like, Mike Judge, yeah. So I was in San Francisco, um, and like Monday night, I was like, I'm not fucking doing anything. I'm going to order room service. I'm going to watch shitty TV and play my Switch. And I was watching Family Guy on Cartoon Network, and that show's not funny. No. It's just awful and racist and not, like, it's not sensitive, and it's not even, like, the kind of funny where it, like, acknowledges it's awful. It's just awful. Like, there's this whole episode where they moved to Chinatown, and it was... I was uncomfortable the whole time. Really? The end. Didn't, didn't yeah. hold up. I, I still, like, I don't watch it, watch it. I mean, when a new episode comes on, I just kind of. Sure. Well, I don't know, because it's a thing that I watch, and, like, right. every once in a while, I still enjoy it, and I still think it can be funny sometimes. Yeah, this this specific episode. I don't know. The, the thing with Family Guy is, like, I don't feel like it's ever been super self-aware, and I don't know. I feel like it's always been what it is. Yeah, I don't know. You know? So, like, if your sensibilities and tastes have changed, then, I, you yeah. know what I mean? Then, yeah, yeah you're not going to enjoy it anymore. And I think that's that's, that's totally the King fine. of the Hill is, to me, still just as funny as ever. Yeah. Like, it is still hilarious. And, I mean, I don't know. The way that they capture, like, conservative families. You I'll know. have to look it up. They have, a like, a show Bible, mm-hmm. like, on how you do everything that's, like, 100 pages. Oh, like really? they were very strict on how everything is supposed to be. Yeah. And it's all supposed to be very realistic and very normal camera angles. And they just wanted to feel it like this is an actual normal place in yeah. Texas. Mm. Yeah. Oh, well, I didn't know until I started rewatching it that Arlen, Texas wasn't a real place because yeah. it sounds like it would be. <laughs> like, and and it's, it's like The Simpsons, but like on a more believable scale in that they don't ever tell you exactly where in Texas Arlen is. But... They're never more than a few hours. Well, but the funny thing, for as big of a state it is, wherever Arlen is, it's never more than a few hours drive away from the border. San Antonio. San Antonio, (laughs) Dallas. Like, that is. Um, I was was telling you, like, the people that worked on this show went on to make 
everything good. Yeah. Like Parks and Rec, Brooklyn mm-hmm. Nine-Nine, yep. uh, The Good Place. Yeah. There's I mean, Silicon Valley doesn't really count because Mike Judge, like he had already had his start, but there's so many people that went on, like every great sitcom, somebody from King of the Hill. You know what I think? Like, I would love if they could get the band back together. I would love to see like a King of the Hill movie come out of nowhere. Mm. If you got Problem Mike Judge is, on in the writers. like Here's the thing. Luann and Lucky are both dead. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But Pikachu isn't. And so, <laughs> no, you're good. Until, um, until I have, I have done, I am done binge watching King of the Hill. It's probably going to get brought up every podcast. I'm sorry. That's fair. Um, uh, so Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee right. came out. Um, the only difference between the two is who your buddy is. And I think which version of Pokemon you're rocking. Blue and red. Yeah. Um, and then there's also a couple Pokemon that are, um, only in each game there's like five right and i can't recall off the top of my head what they are but it's also doesn't matter because you can trade between consoles and you can also bring uh kanto uh region pokemon in from pokemon go which is cool play that so, what's the difference between this and pokemon go um so this is a pokemon game yeah so this is like a reimagining of the classic like blue and reds um or yellow um from game boy right with full 3d and okay. like really nice textures and color um, and then they changed a little bit of stuff. So, like they changed the way you catch Pokemon. So in this, the catching Pokemon is actually pretty identical to Pokemon Go. So you run into them. Um, they're just out in the world. You run into them. And then you use a berry to calm them down if you need to. And then you throw, uh, you know, you have different various p- types of Pokeballs you get and you throw it and catch them. And it's and got the same like reticle okay. from Pokemon Go. And you use like the AR, like not in your house but like it, if a pokemon moves like you can to the move right the you switch to, you just move your switch to the right to try to center them gotcha um and the the berries do different things you've got nab nab berry that uh stops them from moving around as much you've got the pineapple berry that will stops attacks right no it um the the nab nab berry does that too oh, okay the pineapple berry will give you more stuff when you catch the oh, pokemon okay. so you have a higher chance of getting more berries or candies from catching that pokemon and then the raspberry um makes them just easier to catch yep. like the changes your reticle color to give you a higher chance of catching them yep. um i've heard kind of mixed things on this like so um a couple things first off you can see the pokemon wild pokemon walking around like they pop up right um if you walk through like the tall grass in the old game like that'll rustle some of them up and they'll they'll appear but you don't have to just walk through grass aimlessly until right. it, until it pops up and says you ran into a wild whatever like so you can see them there which is nice because you can also avoid them uh easier if you don't want to engage with one um and the fact that you don't have to battle every pokemon that you want to try to catch and like take their life down to make them easier to catch is i like it um because it makes catching uh like a faster experience especially in a game where sure the pokemon battles are a big part of it but it seems to be skewing a little bit more towards encouraging the catching of lots of Pokemon right. and different Pokemon. And it still has the same system where you can take them to Professor Oak and send them off to the farm to turn into meat or whatever he does. And you with can them. just send them right from your box. Like you Oh, just, I didn't know that. Yeah. So like I was gonna tell you that earlier. Like you just you can send up to thirty Pokemon at oh, a time. Okay. And all you do is you just just like in Pokemon Go, you just highlight which ones you want to send, send them and you off. say send it to the professor and it cool. sends it to him and then he gives you a bunch of candies in return. Um so the reason and I again there are mixed I actually like it this way. Um the reason being is I feel like it it feels more like the Pokemon show did mm-hmm. where like, they're not beating the shit out of these animals to weaken them to catch them. Right. They're just like 
in some way earning their respect or just straight up catching them. I also like that it separates the catching and the battling. Yep. Because I can be very specific about what I'm doing. Like, oh, kicking I, your ass because I respect you. <laughs> right. Like it's. It, you also don't have to waste your PPs on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I knew that was going to happen. But you don't have to waste your, your attacks on the. Um, five. Yeah. On, your, on like just wild Pokemon, right? Yeah. I also really dig. So this is something I saw somebody complaining about um, how easy it is to level. That's actually not a change in the Switch version. That's a system implementation they did in like either like the Ruby Sapphire ports to mm-hmm. Switch 3DS or something like that where. Every Pokemon in your party gets experience during a battle, and then this also one catching. So everybody just has the experience share, which is nice because one of my parts of Pokemon that I didn't enjoy was you would get two like super strength Pokemon, right? And then crush everything, but then you would get to like an element specific gym and you'd have to spend like six hours grinding your Pokemon up. Yeah. Like I had to um, switch out like my uh my golem was being a real asshole. Like never listen to anything. Because you gotta said. get them badges, huh? You gotta get those badges. I know, and I've been doing this game like I think kind of backwards. <laughs> like I, I've got my fourth badge now, but like I've been exploring everything else in the meantime before I do that. Um, so I swapped him out of my party for uh, uh, Rhyhorn, and the nice thing is, is like at that point, all my other Pokemon in my party were like at level forty, and my Rhyhorn it had a high CP, but it's only level twenty, and so I can leave him kind of on the sidelines as. I'm catching and battling. Right. And he's going to power up pretty quickly and get to the point where I can u- utilize him. Right. Whereas before, if you wanted to maximize, you'd actually have that Pokemon be your starter. Yep. And then you have to switch it as soon as the match started. So they got the shared experience from starting a match. Exactly. It was a whole thing. So like, there's a lot of quality of life improvements. Yeah, yeah. And like, they streamlined switching Pokemon in and out of your storage box. Yeah. And so like, I- you don't have to, in the old games, for those of you who don't remember, you would have to go to a town, find a house that had a computer in it, and then you could either send Pokemon to the professor, right. switch up your party, um, whatever whatever you wanted to do. You can now just do that straight from your Pokemon menu. You don't have to go. Yeah. You can just do it whenever and wherever, which is incredibly nice. So the graphics are great. You can ride certain Pokemon around, um, at, which I ha- actually haven't done yet. I haven't either. I finally got an Onyx, but I haven't got to a point where I need to ride a Pokemon, so I haven't tried. Um, and then po- uh, Pikachu uh, learns all the TMs that you need to get around. Mm. So he learns the cut, so you can cut down trees to get to certain paths. He learns to, the surfing. Um, so he's your your um, he's your tool Pokemon that you're going to okay. want to keep with you. Uh, and he does like the the fast travel when but you earn does, that. But does does learning those because before learning those replaced important moves? Not with Pikachu. That's cool. Okay, that's yep. nice because that was a thing. Like I would always have to spread that out among certain Pokemon because yeah. I didn't want to. Which is that. also another thing that I like. Yeah, it's because a quality of life. Like bonus, I, yeah. what my strategy was always, I would have a utility Pokemon in my party at all times yep. that I taught the cut, the surf, the like all that stuff yeah. to. But he was useless in battle. Um, but now That's since terrific. Pikachu just, <laughs> Pikachu just learns all that stuff. And so like you can go into like, you walk up to a tree and it's like, Pikachu yep. can cut this down. You want that to happen? Like, yes. So, um, back staying on the Pokemon, but the Pokemon go side of things, they also launched some really good quality of life updates for Pokemon go just recently. So it supports AR core now for Android. Um, so your AR is way more accurate and looks better. If you download the AR, AR core plugin through the play store, uh, they also just integrated with Google health. So now if you have your Google Health enabled, um, counting steps, and I assume Apple Health on iOS. Yeah, they just introduced will, that for Apple. It'll 
count steps as if you're walking with your Pokemon so you can hatch eggs and which is something that always bothered me because I travel quite a bit for work and I walk a lot. Like even when I'm at home, I walk. You don't a lot. always to think to open up the app. Yeah, I'm not gonna leave Pokemon fucking go running all day, right? Yeah. So now that it manually imports those. I feel like it's more of a health-related app and less of, like, a play-my-fucking-game app, which I really dig. So, like, I hatched four eggs this morning just from all the walking I did all weekend and then, like, got some candies from my companion Pokemon. And so a couple cool quality-of-life updates there, and I'm really excited to actually transfer Pokemon in and out. Yeah, and that's the thing. You can – anything you've caught, like I said, in the Kanto region, so the Gen 1 Pokemon, um, you can uh, transfer into what they call the Pokemon – or the Go Park. So – and what they do is they transfer into this park and then you can go into the park and then you can catch them. Okay. So that's what they, that's how they got around, um, getting them from like game boy. I think it was either from game boy advance to switch or to three DS or before DS before was a very similar way. Yeah. So, and, and it's, it essentially rerolls your Pokemon. So you don't have to like worry about transferring like your strong Pokemon that you're using in Pokemon go, uh, into the game. Um, you can transfer some of the weaker extra ones that you've caught of something and send them in because when it imports it into the game it's going to re-roll their stats okay cool um and then yeah that's yeah i don't know mm-hmm. uh, you still do have to fight a couple pokemon to catch them so the bigger ones snorlax and then uh zapdos um Articuno, and what's the fire one moltres called? moltres um you, when you encounter those in the game you do battle them before you catch them um but yeah it's a it's a great game it's a fun game if you're a pokemon fan it's yep. Um, it's classic Pokemon made for the Switch, and I've been waiting for a Pokemon yeah. game to come and out I, for the and Switch. I, I think it gives me hope because they, when they announced this one, they also, also they also announced that they are making a new Pokemon game for Switch. Uh, I think slated for end of next year, 2019, mm-hmm. maybe 2020. And this gives me even more hope. Like it's going to be dope. Like they're using the Switch functionality. You know, the motion control Pokemon catching is a gimmick. But the one benefit you do gain from that is the fact that you can like be lazy as fuck while you play Pokemon. Like you can literally just lay on your side and play with one hand if you um, want. So oh, you can also get the Alolan versions of yes. the, the Kanto region Pokemon. So you can do that a couple ways. You can import them if you've caught those versions in Pokemon Go, um, or you can. There are certain people in towns that will say, yeah. "I've got an Alolan uh, Raichu. If you have a normal Raichu, I'll trade you, and you can trade the CP." Uh, the computer player yeah. um, for that to get them that way. So that's how I've gotten like the Doug uh, Diglett that way. Hansen, Doug Trio. And the, the Gollum or the, the, the what's the unevolved version of the pedest, the pedestastio dude. Yeah. 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 But like I said, with like what looks like chunks of shit and rock. But yeah. I think it's- <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Cause that's how Anna actually got. So she has a Vulpix or a nine tails and then she has the Alolan nine tails. Oh, nice. And they look so fucking cool together. Like that's anyway, it's really great. It's worth, I think it's worth the 60. I bought the combo. I 100% think it's worth the 60. Um, that came with the Pokeball, which I haven't figured out how to use the Pokeball correctly with Pokemon Go yet. It's supposed to do both and I can't seem to figure that out yet. But um, if you buy the, the Pokeball plus, you also get a Mew. Nice. So like that's my other favorite part of the game is my party is Pikachu, Charmander, Bulbasaur, Squirtle, mm-hmm. Mew, and a Pidgeotto. Like it, it's classics. It's, yeah, like the classic army, right? It's been yep. fun. I, I will say this. Um your depending on which version you got, your Pikachu or your Eevee um are gonna be they they are tanks. Like they are super yeah. powerful. Yeah. Like right from the get-go. Um for me, there it depends on how you want to play the game. Uh, I think there's pluses and minuses to it. For one, like pretty much any trainer you run into outside of like gym battles or the Elite Four, it's gonna you're gonna mop mm. the floor with them unless they're like 
well, even later on, because they introduced some new moves for Pikachu. Oh my god! So he's dude. got um, he's got one that's like a uh, splishy splash, where he pretty much like creates a giant wave, like water Pokemon do. But oh. then he electrifies the wave. Okay. So it's a water and electric move. So which pretty much takes care of him being weak against Rock type Pokemon. Yep. Um, and then there's a fl- uh, floaty fall uh, move that is a a flying type. Oh, cool. Where, where he uses balloons and floats up in the air and then pops the balloons and charges himself up and, and falls down on the person. Cause I've been getting a kick out of his, I think it's called like sizzle slash or sizzle dash or something. Uh, it's one of the first ones you can get where he just like electrifies himself and does like a tackle. Oh, zippy zap. Zippy zap. Yeah. yeah. Zippy zap is awesome. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they, yeah. Like, that I mean, serious. they really, they really phoned in the names. Yeah, but... they, they really did. But, it, but essentially like once you earn those, the flying move and the water move too, that he can learn, like he just becomes like an unstoppable like yeah. force, which for some people could suck the fun out of it. But also like there's certain areas of the map where you're trying to walk from town to town and there is literally just like a maze of trainers that you have to right. go through that even with your Pokemon that you've just been leveling up normally, like it's not going to be a tough battle for him, but you can kind of just be like, okay, beat you, beat you, well, beat it, you. It's my understanding that this game was built more for like the end game stuff, right? Because mm-hmm. that was that was my favorite part of the new Pokemons is I would finish the story as fast as I could and then I would literally be like tearing all over whatever region I was in trying to catch all the weird and rare and legendary. Yeah. And especially with online now, there's so much opportunity for them to do a lot of really like post-game DLC yeah, um, and I wonder I, what they're going to do with that, if they're going to um, do any updates, maybe like as a promotion, like throw in a couple Pokemon from a different region that you could catch for a limited time. Yeah. Like they have the ability to do that with this game. I don't know if they will, but they should I think do, it would be fun. They should definitely utilize it. And I think I haven't I've, I've you mentioned you've read some reviews that talk about like there's a lot of really cool like new post Elite Four content, which I'm really excited. Yeah, which after, so. I haven't uh, avoided. The reviews I've read have alluded to it and that they really enjoy it. I haven't gone and uh, seeked out what that yeah. is because um, I want it. I just want to kind of discover that naturally. Um, one other thing, um, the new Pokemon that they introduced in Pokemon Go, uh, the one that's got like the bolts head thing. They introduced a brand new Pokemon oh. in Pokemon Go like a month ago or two ago. Um, that Pokemon is also in Pokemon Let's Go. Cool. Um, and then also um, you can build up catch uh, uh, streaks and the higher streak that you build up, uh, it increases your likelihood of running into a shiny version of that oh, Pokemon. Oh, really? Yep. So I have yet to do that, even though I built up my, uh, what was it, Oddish uh, streak up to like 25, and I still didn't see one, uh, and then I just kind of gave up. But anyway, great game. Pokemon fan, go out and get it. It's fantastic. Yeah, even I, if you were just like a casual Pokemon fan and you have a it's, Switch, it's a great it's game super for the fun, Switch. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm blown away by how much play my Switch is getting. Yeah, so. yeah. All the time. Uh, what else we got on our list today? Omen of Sorrow. Yeah, so shout out to A1 Games for getting us some review codes. This is a horror fighting game out of, um, I think they're in Brazil. Brazil. Um, it's got a lot of good and a lot of not good. Um, the fighting system, I would qualify as good. It's very Street Fighter-esque. There are links. Um, and I would say that the combo system is pretty open. So, you know, just playing, I haven't found a lot of online, online matches, which is kind of a bummer. Um, but I've played a couple and they were really, really fun when I did the first week it was out. And then their online community seems really light right now. Um, I have yet to, I haven't been able to find a ranked match since. Um, and I played probably, probably eight to 10 hours in the last like week. Um, so I do hope to get some matches in against John too. But the thing I'm loving is as I play characters, it very much has like a Street Fighter feel 
um, where as you're doing stuff, you're like, I wonder if this would work. And then it does. And you're like, oh, shit. And look how high they are. I bet I could juggle and do this. And then you do it. And like, it's like there's a lot of discovery in the game, which I really dig. Um, the story is pretty standard issue, like B gothic Dracula E horror. <laughs> Basically, some monster is bringing demons to the world, and you have to stop them. And you're there's an archangel, and then she has her assistant, who is like some supposedly evil person who's trying to be good and has tons of power and has to control the anger. And then there's a werewolf. The werewolf is beautiful, um, like a really cool, like cell shaded looking werewolf. Uh, this vampire, you've got like Emotep, who's kind of like a Dalsim type character, but instead of having stretchy limbs, when you jump, his feet stay on the ground and his upper body stretches off and you can move his upper body around. It's really <laughs> cool. Um, it's got Adam, who's like a Frankenstein clone. There's a, a Hunchback of Notre Dame guy. Um, so real, the characters are really cool. Like, they look really great. They play really well. But like, I think the one downside I would say is like, and I don't know if it's because they were trying to keep the frame rate consistent or what, but like the overall presentation of the game is lacking sometimes. Um, and what I mean by that is, like, it it doesn't feel like the heroes or the characters you're fighting with fit into the background, if that makes sense. Like, they definitely, like, when I'm playing, they just feel like two very different things. Because it disconnects? Yeah, like, it just feels like, almost like they're standing on, like, cement, green screened in front of the background, even though there is, like, a floor and it's all blended. Like, it just doesn't, they just don't, like, sit inside the world when you're fighting. But the actual fighting is really, really fun, and the characters are really cool, and I like the special moves. Um, the sound design is pretty okay. Like it's, I would say that if you're not a fighting game fan, you're not going to buy this game and be like, fuck yes. Um, if you're a fighting game fan, I think you'll find a lot of fun in it. So I like it. I like the characters. I like, Of course, I like horror, so for me, it's just like I get to play with these cool horror characters, and there's this Archangel, and she has a lot of super fucking fun combos. Well, that's going to be fun, um, too, that like... Uh you know, with street fighter, it's been established for so long. And right. There's so much technique out there that if you want to learn how to do something, um, or even learn and like, Oh, what's a good technique for Ryu against this character, right? There's something out there right. that you can Google and then learn how to do and practice it and then put that to use in game. Right. Right. With this, you kind of have to, and get to figure that out. Like right. you said, like you discover a combo, like it's such a, it's an indie game that sounds like the community is super small right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's not going to be a lot out there. So you get to... You, everyone's kind of on a truly level playing field. Yeah, and you're just like... And there's still, like, the fighting game fundamentals that come into it. But you're still, like, exploring and figuring... And I really like that. And I like that everything feels familiar-ish but different. Like, this Archangel, like, she feels very much, like, cammy to me. But then you start getting into her combos and it's different. And you're like, oh, this is really cool. And, like... Yeah, I, I really like I really like the game. Like I could go like super game critic and tear it apart, but like at the end of the day, I sat down to play it yesterday to, un- to unlock two characters, and suddenly three hours was gone, and I was just like, oh my god! Like because it's really addicting and fun in that way. Yeah. So there's definitely negatives to it, but I think overall, it's a really really fun fighting game, and I would love to see some kind of a community pop up around it. Like um, I'll be in Vegas in a couple of weeks for the Capcom Last Chance qualifiers. And if I'm walking through and there happens to be some people playing this game casually, I would sit down and be like, hey, can I play? Yeah. Like, it's it's that kind of fighting game where I'm having a lot of fun. And is it, it's on PlayStation? PlayStation 4 and PC. Nice. Uh, I think it's only 40 bucks. That's not so bad. it's not super expensive. has, I want to say, eight characters immediately, and then you can unlock two through gameplay. You have to beat the arcade mode on very hard, and then I don't know how to unlock the other character. But there are the other characters you can unlock is like a knight who's like a ghost knight. So like he's just armor with like a crown of fire. 
Oh, and then cool. there's the main boss named Thessalina, Thessala, and she's like this big horned demon woman that like has like shadow creatures she throws out. It's re- the character design is really, really fucking cool. Nice. Um, yeah, I like it a lot. So uh, Omen of Sorrow, forty bucks, super fun, worth a buy. I like how Damn. excited it might get be fifty when you discover a new fighting game. I love fighting like, games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like, well, that's the thing. Like, it's been a long time since I've picked up a game. Like, this happens with Street Fighter. It kind of happened with Tekken a little bit. That I'm like. Like, so with the angel, she has a move where she does, like, up kicks. So she, like, does, like, a backflip and it launches him in the air. And then she has a a heavy punch, a heavy kick one where she lunges forward with, like, a a Liu Kang-style forward kick. And then she hits it and then she flips up and does it again. And you can, if you confirm the first one and knock him in the air, you can catch him with the second one as, like, a juggle. And then you can either end it by doing this big sword slash she has or you can juggle him again. And so, like, there's just really fun, unique combos. And, like, you get to pick kind of which path you take it down. Um, and I feel like there's a lot of influences of these games. Like you can tell that they really like fighters because I'm like, oh, that's very like Mortal Kombat-y. Oh, that's very Street Fighter-y. Oh, and it's a four-button fighter like King of Fighters. Like you can see all these different influences, yeah, which makes it really cool. So anyway, Omen of Sorrow is really fun. I like it a lot. I hope it stays around for a while. It's a cool game. Bam. Nice. Bam. Nick. Nick. Yay. Uh, speaking of fighting games from the '80s. Yeah. yeah I just I've been stuck on the fucking virtual console on it's Switch. Good. It's so it's great. Solid. Um, it's so great. They just dropped a couple new games. Yeah, so Metroid and Yeah, so I wanted to play through Metroid. But I got pissed off real fast. It's hard. It's a hard it's game. A fucking hard it's game. It's hard, especially until you get a few power-ups. Like it's real tough. Yeah. Um and I didn't want to ruin it. Like they have with the Legend of Zelda they have on there, you can just start with everything. Oh, really? That, yeah. Interesting. It's like that's what they're like special versions of the games are so you can start with everything which isn't fun right um yeah it kind of takes a lot out of it point of the game yeah and so i didn't want to do that with metroid because it takes a lot of the fun out of it um and then they just launched like i saw river city ransoms on there and i think double dragon is too so i've never beat river city ransom so i went through that last couple days uh i beat it actually last night um i just don't know why i could never do that as a kid I think I would just get frustrated with it. Well, you also got to remember, too, like as kids, when we were playing these games, um, there weren't like necessarily save points in a lot of this. Like A lot of these games were like you sit down and you if you want to beat it, you play it from beginning to end. Yeah, you just got to get it finished. Um, I also since I hadn't played it all the way through ever as a kid, I had no idea that Jesus fuck Scott Pilgrim uses so much of this game. I knew it used a little bit, but it's uses a ton of it it's pretty great i don't think i ever played that one as a kid i played double dragon yeah um, but i don't think i ever played this one yeah you should play through it it's pretty fun um and then yeah that's double dragon next it's just it's such an easy thing to do we've been watching re-watching game of thrones and so while we're doing that i'll just sit and play through this i was uh uh over thanksgiving um had my switch hooked up over at my in-laws and um my brother-in-law who is quite a bit younger than me I was like, I was showing him the virtual console and I'm, I'm like, have you ever played tech mobile? I'm like, this is the, the, oh, God. Fucking the, fo- the football game that we grew up with before, like all this madness shit came out. So I played him. And of course I did the dick thing. Deion Sanders. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like running around like it, like in that family guy episode where he's yeah. just like, Oh, Oh no, I'm going to go back to my end zone. And just, and he was like, you're an asshole. <laughs> Super Mobile was like one of the games I had on my game boy that yeah. I played the shit out uh, of dodgeballs on there too, yeah. which is great. Oh, that game's so great. I know. I've just been like picking one and going through it, 
trying to beat it as much as I can. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I haven't like I've dabbled in a couple of them. I haven't like sat down to like actively like I'm going to play this game. I've kind of just but I, I definitely want to I want to do Double Dragon, Metroid. Um, you know, I was never really a big fan of the top down Zelda games. Uh, like I played them, but I they were just kind my of thing. Is, I've been playing Hollow Knight too, oh, man. and Metroid and Hollow Knight are too similar for me right now. Oh, I mean, um, they're the same genre for sure. Yeah, you know? and so like, and I'd just rather play the Hollow Knight. I just when I get frustrated with it, I go Hollow pick up one of those games. Fucking beautiful. It's such an oh. awesome game. It's just when I like way far down and I die, I'm just like, <sighs> Have you gotten to the rain the rain part yet? Where oh, my, it's gorgeous dude i started gorgeous hollow knight and i was like i, I don't know where to go ever you just keep yeah and you <laughs> yeah. just keep figuring you just, just slowly explore lost. until yeah. you finally find a thing and then you're like oh good it, I found fr- a thing. it frustrated me i was like i'll come back to this another time yeah, yeah. anyway yeah switches are great Vigi play games. more it's, 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 goodbye this episode has been brought to you by the bohemian brewery located at 94 east fort union boulevard in midvale utah please make sure to like and rate us on itunes